to the Soren Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Braden, and as always, I am joined by that pineapple in the mountains. No, he no longer resides under the sea. Alan Dina. Well, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, can't complain, uh, but now, like I've always talked about weather, so it's been very nice, and, and also just um, will be a busy weekend a little bit, but not too much, but other than that, I, it's, it's been pretty good. Can't complain about that. Well, that's always good. <laughs> we like it when we can't complain. And it's been... It's been a zooming good time here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pat myself on the back for that. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, it's been raining a lot here, and it's been nice, but... Uh, yeah it's been nice to see all the rain we don't get a whole lot of rain it seems nowadays yeah not a lot but this is the season like or like, like you can kind of say it's kind of the month where we do get rain a lot but from there it's it'll rain once in a while but but when it's sunny out take advantage of it that's that's what we try to do we try to take advantage of when it's sunny and nice and and enjoy it before the winter begins but i don't want to go into that right now <laughs> no we we're getting towards the end of winter sports here i mean we got nhl finals picking up tonight and we got nba finals already underway yeah absolutely and uh i think it's only fair we start with the and we kind of finish off the nba playoffs and get right into the finals yeah, absolutely. I don't know where to begin other than, uh, well, I'm glad I'm over it. I'm glad we did not talk about this Memorial Day because of what happened with my team. That is the Celt the Boston Celtics. Um, we didn't get it done, even though it would have been tremendous pulling that comeback off. But, but look, at the end of the day, like. Miami just came out ready to go because they knew what it was going to be. And for us, it, for the Celtics, like, look, anytime your your star player gets injured, within a minute of the game starting, that's tough. It does affect everybody else. Some say, oh, injuries. Like, it's part of the game. It is. But you can't do nothing about it. And, and then also the biggest reason is, look, you're 0 for 10 or actually 0 for 12 in the first quarter shooting threes. At some point, you got to change it. That did not happen. And when it did, it was too late. And and some are blaming the coach, and deservedly so. Some say that we're fi- he should be fired. I disagree with that. He got us to a game seven. And at the end of the day, this is only going to get him better. But also, I would say surrounded with coaches that have been there and and i know there's talks about bringing steven silas the former um rockets coach he does have ample of experience in the nba as a coach bring him in there i think the more you bring coaches like that that's only going to help joe grow as a coach and and i expect boston to be be back next year because other than Milwaukee, who also just went through a coaching change, and also Philly, who also went through a coaching change, I think the Celtics 
continuity is what's going to separate them in the East. But I'm not going to talk about the Celtics right now. We'll do that in the offseason. What Miami has done is, look, this, they're only the second eighth seed to make the NBA Finals, joining the New York Knicks in 1989. So, And we know how it ended for the Knicks. Yeah. But still, they made it. They they figure it out. Like, Jimmy Butler just explodes come playoff time. And that's what your best players do. They explode when it matters. And then also, um, Gabe Vincent. Fun fact, he's actually actually plays for the Nigerian national team. He's a steady point guard. And what he provides for Miami is, like, he may not be, like, Jamal Murray or Damian Lillard or like or Steph Curry, but he can get you buckets when needed, and he's going to play his heart out. And he will be someone that he will that if he doesn't need to average 30, like 20, 25 a game, but he can give you sixteen. That's good enough, and it will. But also his toughness that provides for my pretty much everybody. It's tough down there in Miami. So what they've done is they've they've been there before. And even their coach, Eric Spolstra, like he knows what he's doing. And like they've won, they got to the finals, not just because of players, but also his coaching. And for those that say, oh, coaching doesn't matter in the NBA, uh, it does. It just ask those other coaches what happened, who got fired. Ask those teams that had to fire their coach what happened. So, Miami, they're in it, and this is all I have to say about on the East is their conference final side. I know you have a lot to say from your in Denver. That's Alan is fun. going through the fields today, guys. So, but yeah, that's all I have to say. Alan is going through the fields today, and I think we get another sad trombone. <laughs> I've been having a little fun with the soundboard here this morning. <laughs> yeah, it happens, but hey, at least I got I got it over probably by Wednesday because it was just tough to watch. It would have been fun watching our teams go at it, and even though I will make a confession, Brayden. I was actually rooting for the Lakers because we we, had a, we wanted to uh, – my wife and I talked about our going to Boston and watching our teams in the finals, but that did not happen. But I'll leave it the It wasn't going to happen. Probably. Hopefully next year it does, but we'll see. I, we'll see what happens. But the floor is yours on what happened on the West because <laughs> I think, to be honest, the Lakers overachieved, and they probably could be the only team that can give Denver fits, but we'll get into that later. But, Brayden, your team is now in the finals. I got what happened? Like? How are you feeling? <laughs> Alan, that's two years in a row we got this going on. <laughs> and – I got to be a little honest. Ever since the Avs got knocked out of the Stanley Cups playoff, I've been in a little bit of a sports funk where just listening to sports kind of gets me depressed. Mm -hmm. The Nuggets here have found a way to kind of keep me interested. Oh, look, Mm -hmm. Zoom Zoom. (laughs) 
uh, they found a way to keep me invested. And, and that's weird. You know, you would think, you know, while I understand we did the postmortem on the ads a long time ago. And, you know, I understand everything that happened with the loss. Like I'm old I'm you know, it, it all ha- was okay. You know, things were fine, but I think, you know, there was still part of me that was hoping it, we would have had a different out- outcome than what happened. And I still haven't gotten over it, to be honest with you. Mm. <laughs> um, I haven't even really looked at bait. You know, it's weird sitting here talking about sports when I haven't really been looking. Just because the idea just depressed me so much. Like, I'm so, be- like, I'm months behind on podcasts and everything research-wise I normally do before we record. Mm-hmm. But with the Nuggets making franchise history, going to the finals, something we haven't done before, you know, ever in Denver. That somehow brought it all. And watching the game to end last night brought that love for the games all back. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's that's what a, a run like this can do. I told you at the beginning of the playoffs, this run feels eerily similar to last year with the Avs. Yeah, you were right and about that. We, yes. And we knew how it ended last year with the Avs. So three wins away, we'll see how long it takes to get there. Yeah, it does. Like You, you were right about it. Uh, and I even thought about it last night watching game one. It was like, okay, I see what they're doing. And then plus for them, they had to win game one because – Miami, every round up to the finals, they've won game one. <clears throat> and it sets the tone for them. Like, okay, even if we split, we're fine. We'll go home and and we're going to defend it. We're going to defend home court. And they have. They have done that. And for Denver, that had to happen. And, and I would say this, Braden. Like now that we're transitioning on to the finals, since I think we got our our spiel off the conference finals. Yeah, I mean, honestly, more. the only thing I could say about the Lakers is after game two, three, when they lost at home court, they finally showed up in the series and it was too little too late. The series was gone. Yeah, it was. And, okay. you know, at that point, they des- they they deserve to be swept. And here's the kicker. You know, National media, you know, highly disrespected the Western Conference final champions or Western Conference champions. Oh, yeah. Higher year. When the national narrative is, oh, no, poor LeBron. You know, he didn't make another finals. Poor, poor Lakers. They didn't get another shot. When instead we should be talking about how a team that's never done it in franchise history and their almost 50 years of existence hasn't made it to the finals. They're the final ABA team make it to the finals yeah. you know and they might be the second aba team to ever win the nba finals you know why aren't we talking about those talking points instead in national media and let alone <laughs> talking about the two-time mvp western conference finals mvp who arguably could have should have won mvp again this year you know like why aren't we talking about all these things when instead we're talking about, oh no, poor LeBron. Now he's thinking about retirement because he got swept for the third time in the in in the playoffs. It's just like, what's going on? 
Yeah, well, that's that's LeBron for you. But also, look, I heard what the TNT guys said, and Charles Barkley went at it, saying, "Like you, you know those bleepity bleep. Um, there, there's some bleepity bleep that they don't know what they're talking about. Let's talk about the Nuggets because, hey, that I like that. That's what TN those guys at TNT did, and and yeah, I agree with it. I'm like, look, well, the Lakers." We can talk about it in the offseason. No problem. Fine. But Denver, what they did, yes. They, like, they've been disrespected. I agree with you. All year. Just because, oh, they're the one seat, but they're not two in one seat. I'm like, guys, since New Year's, since the start of New Year's, the Denver Nuggets have been going up and up, not just offensively, but they're a top 10 defense. In, in the NBA this season. So what does that tell you? They have improved. Alan, you are welcome on the Nuggets up. bandwagon. They're, hey, well, I'm I'm actually picking them to win the title in this <laughs> series. And we'll get into that. But that's where it's at. Like, they, they peaked at the right time. They know what they're doing. They know who they are. And, and pretty much, like, Every time when we think, oh, they're going to have a tough. The only series that was so-so was Phoenix. But even then, Denver figured it out. They knew, hey, we lost two in Phoenix. We'll be fine. And they went on and did business. Obviously, they took care of business versus the Lakers, which I thought personally, it was going to be a little bit. It was going to be, okay, a little bit of a struggle. But. I think everyone guys. thought it was going to be a bit more of a struggle than it was because especially Nuggets fans, you know, while we had faith in the team, it's the Lakers. We always lose to the Lakers at this point in the yeah. playoffs. So like whether, even though it wasn't, you know, this team, well, it was this team. They lost to the Lakers back in 2020, you know? So like we've been there with this core and we, we finally got that monkey off our back yeah. and, we made it. <laughs> yeah, they did. So, but now that that's over with, game one happened yesterday. And obviously, your Nuggets took control of that in game one. I know you saw some of it on ESPN Plus. Yeah, I didn't realize so, I could, I could, it was on ESPN Plus. So, <laughs> yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, here you go. So, based on what you saw, what did you think of their performance and and taking off your fan fanaticism and putting on the the analysis cap, the analyst cap? What do you how do you what do you expect moving forward? Honestly, you know it's it's kind of hard to 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 do that in particular of taking the fanatics off especially when your team's in the finals i mean yeah that, that's that's difficult but honestly i thought the nuggets they played well in towards the end of the third quarter and then they let the heat go on this 11 nothing like an 11 to 0 unanswered run for a little bit and that's where you start to get a little nervous your lead six double digit lead slowly coming away and then joker's like fine i i'll take over and the minute he took over, the game was won because he started hitting those easy bucket shots. 
and the defense clinched up and that's what needed to happen, you know? And the best part was from what I heard, cause I only caught a little, the end of the game was yo mm-hmm. Joker the entire time was like, I don't need to be on fire tonight because Murray's going off. Gordon's going off. MPJ's going off. I'll feed them the ball and I'll be fine. And he still got his triple double. You know, he's like the first player in a like eight years or so to make his final debut getting that. Jason Kidd in 2002. That's 21 years ago. So like, And I did see that game when he did that. He, he still got his triple-double. And if, you know, if he gets the triple-double, Nuggets win. That's the key to success here. So going forward, I expect more of the same. Honestly, the only thing I would I think they're going to change is making sure they don't get I hate to use this word, but lazy. <laughs> they don't complacent. let Yeah, complacent maybe is better. They don't get comfortable being in front. They're going to let things come up or they're just going to keep taking charge. Yeah, that I agree with that. I think complacent like I think once at the end cuz Miami, look they can come back from 18, doesn't matter what happens. They know, hey, there's nothing we can come back from. We've done it before. So for for Denver, yeah, I think that might be the only adjustment. And probably the only adjustment I think Miami will do moving forward, there's two. One would be they, they're going to have to go big because – but can Gordon, they, though? They don't have the size. Well, they have Kevin Love. He may not move the same as he did back, like, in five years ago. Like, but he can provide that, like, that toughness, like, physically, so that way they don't get pushed around. But the problem is, look, Boston, I know we're going back to the Celtics, they were up and down the whole time, and Miami took advantage of it. The Nuggets are not that way. They don't play up and down. They like to go up and keep going up. They'll go just a little bit, but then they'll be up and steady the rest of the way. And the zone They're the defense, little engine that could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the, the the zone defense that Miami does, the way to beat a Braden, and, I, and we talked about the South record where I'm going to explain this, is you have to have a big man who can pass and score. And who better than Joker? Uh, like he's the best at it. And that's what that's what you do. And I know this because I played zone. I'm a zone guy. Like I played zone defense. My man and man defense now, it's okay. But if you ask me about zone defense, I can give you an encyclopedia and explain it to you. But basically to beat it, that's what you need. Put a big man in the middle. Attack the middle where it gives you an opportunity to score or find the open man. Either cutting to the basket or the wide open three. And Miami's going to have to play perfect if they want to pretty much, like, win the title. They they cannot allow, like, there's no room for her against Denver. Because right now, they're just a machine ready to go, like, doesn't matter the situation, they are ready. And and also right. it helps right. having guys like Contavious Caldwell Pope, who is a champion, by the way, not letting them 
go down. Like, be like, hey, it may be your first time, but hey, we got this. I believe in you guys. And then, obviously, Jeff Green, who has been to the finals, as with the Cavaliers with LeBron in 2018, having that experience will help Denver in this series. And for Miami, yeah, if they're going to go zone, here's the deal. Do not double-team Joker. Do not, because... Don't play with that. Oh, yeah, really? All right, and he can pass. So the only way Miami also can win can win, make Joker play defense. He's but not, even then, Joker is really – he can handle defense pretty well. He can, but it's not he's like – pretty good defensively. Yeah, but it's not someone that, hey, I'm going to lock down, bam out of bio, and he's going to he's gonna only have like seven rebounds and two points. He's not that way. So if they can figure that out, I think Miami has a shot. But I think – I think Denver, this is their series to win. And they just right. need to not get lazy, not get lazy and just come in with killer mentality. Like they did versus the Lakers. Like, hey, you know what? Let's close them. Let's let's beat them and get ready for Miami on, on Wednesday. Right. And like here's the thing too, like the Nuggets have proven something that the two thousand seven Colorado Rockies never could. And that was, we can take time off, but we're not going to let that affect us. You know, and unfortunately, as we all know, in 2007, the Rockies got swept. Um, yeah. We're not going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. But there was some worry with some Nuggets fans, you know, and Nuggets fans are like, some were like, oh, there's no comparison here. It's two different sports, two different things. I'm like, and Yes, there is some comparison to be made because you and you can make the same with the Avs last year, too. Like they everyone's what to get into the final round. And then only two of those teams were able to make it and win a game and then one more and then one more and then one more. And those were the Avs. So far, the Nuggets are proven they can win at least one game. And if you win one game in the finals, you're you're set to at least win maybe another one. You know, each game is different, obviously, but, you know, there was some worry that the, there would be rust on the on the players, and they just didn't show that. And I think the key was they were pretty banged up. They needed the rest, and they came to play. And, you know, even if Miami finds a way to kind of shut down Jokic in terms of scoring, it's not going to matter much because – He'll find a way. He always finds a way. Yes. He, yes, he does. He, if he, he, they're going to guard him, we'll go, okay, Murray, you take a turn. If that's going, they're going to go, oh, okay, we'll slow down Murray. Gordon, your turn. MPJ, you got it. KCP, Bruce Brown, yeah. J- Christian Braun, you know, he'll just switch it up. <laughs> and he's proven that time and time again. And I think, you know, the, the, the thing is, he, from what I've seen and understood, Miami can't go much bigger. They can't match the Nuggets in terms of size and play style at all. They have maybe one or two guys that they can I would use. say they, the size probably, but yeah, play style, I agree with you. Like, especially with size, more than likely they can't match. The Nuggets are just too big. And Miami also, you know, is 0 for 9 against the Nuggets. You know, they don't win against the Nuggets, so 
obviously that's regular season stats, who cares? But that does play a little bit of a role because that means, you know, while they're ready for Denver in the finals and it's a different game now, that's got to be in the back of their heads going, we can't win against these guys. How do we win a game? <laughs> like, yeah, we haven't won a game against them all year. And now we're facing them in the finals. I get it. It's different. Finals, playoffs, whatever. But if you don't have one win to look back on and go, how do we do that? And let's figure that out all year. And now you have to figure it out in four, like three more games. It's hard. It's, it's too hard. Yeah. But at least the benefit for Miami will be that, Hey, they'll get a three, a three day rest before Sunday. So it gives them an opportunity. You know what? Like rest up from their grueling game seven and seven games, and then from there, they can just play their game. But yeah, I'm with you. Like it's just like they're gonna have to play perfect, right? And if and they can because they're human. <laughs> yeah, they're, but like as far as like not just making their shots, because hey, it's a make or miss league, but also taking care of the ball. And then look, they only made, they only got to the line once or twice. Yeah, Denver's so, very disciplined. They are. And, and that was something like, I noticed last night. Like, okay, this is not acceptable. They're going to drive. But even when the times that teams have driven at Denver, they're pretty disciplined. So it actually made the ref's job easier to not make those calls. So so this is where if Miami's going to make any adjust, the adjustments will have to be like – I think Miami needs to be a little more disciplined. I think in the minutes I saw, there was at least three two-shot free-throw attempts but for the Nuggets because of fouls committed by Miami. And if yeah. you want to limit damage, you can't let Denver go to the line that often and because they'll make the shots. That's like everyone should make a free-throw if you're in the NBA. like <laughs> Unless you're Shaq, yeah. and then that's a different topic. <laughs> yeah, but... But yeah, like it comes down to like yeah, like match the size and also the will. Like you gotta get to the line a lot more. And and I think they will. And Jimmy Butler knows that because hey, he lives by that. And and a lot of those players do. So they, but I think yeah, like it's Denver, this is their series to win. This is this is not over by far. We're just oh, getting started. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. Game two, That's not okay. game four. <laughs> oh, thank you. We'll see what happens game two on Sunday. And and I believe, yeah, Denver will take care of home court advantage. And we're heading to South Beach for game three, which on Wednesday, which I will see that happen. If it's tied, then the series has begun. Right, and here's an interesting thing, too. I think, you know, we were all, all worried if Boston won, Boston would have home court over Denver and, you know, what have you there. But Denver has a hidden home court advantage that every Colorado team has in Denver, and that is the altitude. Oh, that's true. Like, when teams come into play, the altitude can really work against them. And we've seen that time and time again. Unfortunately, we haven't seen it work for the Rockies' favor yet, but, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like, it, it, 
that home court advantage, you know, Colorado fans, we get loud and we when and we'll celebrate the team when they're doing well. And just look at what happened last year with the Avs. It's happening again in, in Denver with the Nuggets. And when a team has to come in and play not only in that type of environment, but not at a mile above sea level, an environment they're not used to playing, you know, growing up in that, when you're used to that, you're, you know, you're good. And the minute you go down to lower elevation, you, you, you're faster, you're stronger, and you're able to do everything a lot differently because you're not at a mile high. And while that works for Miami, I think a lot of people are going to forget that's going to work really well for in Denver's favor too, because going down from elevation really it, it it's a lot better you can you're faster you're stronger you're able to take in more oxygen and that can work in a lot just as well for the road team in, in this series as it will for the home team yeah and i can relate to that because we we went uh, in high school we went i went to a tournament basketball tournament up in northern arizona and yeah we got our butts whooped the first time because we've never got to go over there and then it was to the next day, they were like, okay, we got the elevation. We're good to go. So, like, I think game two, I expect it to be a little bit more, a, a bit closer. I still have Denver to win because Denver, they're pretty good in the clutch at home. Or overall, they're pretty good in the clutch. They know what they're doing. So, I expect this to be a little bit closer. Because Miami, look, I've seen them too much. They're not going to go – they're not going to – if they're going to lose – they're not going to lose because they beat themselves down. That's not who they are. They're going to lose because, hey, they gave it their all. They just got punched right in. They just got punched pretty good. That's how, they're, that's how they lose. They're not going to lose by beating themselves up and throwing in the white towel. That's not who they are. No, and, you know, Alan, I feel sorry that your team's not in the finals, but honestly, could – Sports world at large handle it if another Boston team came back from a 3-0 deficit. <laughs> oh, that would have been something else. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know if the sports world at large could have handled Boston fans for the next you know few de- decade of them going, we did it. We came back from 3-0 twice. <laughs> two different sports, because I don't know if the Bruins have done it yet, but I know the Red Sox have. So two different sports. We've done it. We've done the impossible. You know, I, I yeah. don't think this larger sports world, you know, would have been able to to handle that. Um, probably. Probably. You know, probably not. <laughs> but that being said, it sucks your teens out, and I, I feel for you. <laughs> yeah. But I'm fine with that. But, but, yeah, I would say Denver will win game two. I think they will close it in five. I'm being generous. But I won't be surprised. If they go deep, if they do what I what I mentioned, I have this going five or six games. Yeah, but they gotta do it perfectly if they want to win it. Otherwise, it could end in five. Yeah, and the the only reason I have it going in five is because, or is going in six is because you know sometimes that if you've never been there before, closing it out at home that added pressure. We saw it with the Avs last year. Can make you overthink things. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I'm not saying this would happen. We've seen them close out at home multiple times in the series at home, which we also saw with the ads, but it's different when it's for the championship. Yeah, it is. So, and, you know, we'll we'll end the NBA talk there. We'll keep the finals talk going as the finals continue. Um, and then we'll we'll go from there. But we'll start with, we, we'll have a little time left with this one, and then we'll probably start next one. But I think it's time we talk about uh, the Stanley Cup finals that yes. starts Saturday. Um, you know, we've already talked about how I've been in kind of a sports depression <laughs> for the past yeah. little bit with the ads going out. Alan, how are you feeling with the Kings? <laughs> well, it's just, I'm just like, man, I wish you should have played Edmonton later on, but it just happens. I think they got into a little bit of a slump at the end, but I've been around the same. I've been keeping my eye out and then. The Kraken, I thought, oh, why not? The Knights and the Kraken, the two teams, the two expansion teams with a shot of going to the Stanley Cup, that would have been tremendous right there. But that didn't happen. And Vegas almost pulled a Miami, meaning up 3-0. And, and they pro- if they would have lost that game, they probably would have been – Dallas would have been, I think, the fifth team to come back from an 0-3 deficit. The NHL, but that didn't happen, and we're gonna have a first-time winner, guys. Like what Florida's doing, I'm like, it's just the same thing with Miami. Like they don't care. Their goalkeeper has their goalie has been tremendous, and I think he's gonna bring it against a Knights offense that they're they're gonna score on you. They're gonna pounce at every moment. So. But for, <laughs> But Florida is aware of that. Their defense, I've seen them. They've they're not they're not gonna give you nothing easy. So this is gonna be a matchup of styles between these two teams. And honestly, though, we talked a lot about it. You know, I like how you use the a cat term when we're talking about, you know, the knights pouncing on the Panthers. That was clever. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of styles, this finals it feels very similar style wise to the abs and lightning style or final from last year you substitute the panthers for the abs and the lightning for the knights um and you got you know it's those two styles and it's kind of interesting how those two styles are almost always in the finals um mm-hmm. and um, i see i don't see the knights lifting the stanley cup this year people knights fans might call me a hater for that but we see time and time again that speed always finds a way to win out over over power. And power, if you're and the Knights don't necessarily have the speed to keep up with the Panthers, but the Panthers also don't necessarily have the speed or the power to keep up with the Knights. <clears throat> Excuse me. But if you're you got all the speed in the world, that that's what'll that's what'll win you the game. Yeah, it, it does, and I'm not going to dispute that, even though I, I do have Vegas winning it because I think that they've been the better team so far. And and also, like, even though the times that I have picked them, they've crushed me, but I think that, that this is the third, the third time is the charm. And and I think, yeah, they're to me, they're the better team. But, yeah, the how they're going to keep up with the speed the way you play speed is, hey, make them come to you. Don't go to them because if you go to them, 
you'll be eaten alive. Make them come to you, and then power will take over. But that's how you you figure out speed. But it's gonna come down to that. Like can can Florida's offense keep it going? Because they're like once they score, then then their defense is like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna make you work. So that's gonna be for Florida and for Vegas. It's just their style of play, like have speed come to you, and you, and then just use your power to get into the goal and get a, create those opportunities. And Vegas, they're actually pretty good in the power play. So if they can get those advantages, then Florida's gonna have a long, we'll have a long series. But this is gonna be a this is gonna be a great Stanley Cup final. I'm looking forward to it, and I will watch this time. I will watch. You mean you didn't watch last time? <laughs> oh, I did last year, but I just haven't watched a lot of playoffs because, yeah, same thing with the Kings. A little bit depressing, but I will yeah, watch, we'll watch the, the finals. We, we're we out of the funk now. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it, you know, just as some, we'll just wrap up final thoughts for, we don't know how long we have left here, but I think we said everything we would have said on the Stanley Cup final before a game happens anyway. But, Honestly, if you haven't seen a Stanley Cup Finals game, you need to. Also, Bobrovsky, I he's come out of nowhere. He was crappy all season long. He just wasn't the goalie he was last year. All of a sudden, he's back in the playoffs, and everyone who saw him last year and this year is just like, what the crap happened? <laughs> but yeah, Alan, I drafted Bobrovsky on a fantasy team and I had to let him go two weeks into the like fantasy season because he just was making me lose games. And it, as I was, you know, I went on a little monologue after you left and it was just crazy because you never know what's going to happen every year. And then he comes into playoffs and he comes back alive and it's just nuts. <laughs> yep. That's, that's what it does. The playoffs, like you may have a down regular season, but the playoffs, no matter what sport, there's something about it that it just clicks. That'll help you click. That starts at the end of the season and goes into the playoffs. We see that a lot. Many, many times. Like even, hey, Miami, the Heat. They were last in points scored per game. Last. And they're in the finals. Sometimes there's, some, there's something that clicks. That, oh, this is how we need to do it. It happens. And that's the beauty of it. It may not be good for the for if your team is involved, but if that's your team, there's a lot of good that comes into it. So, and that's the beauty. Of it. Right. Let's just watch. Everyone, just tune into the finals, whether it's NBA, whether it's NHL. It's too early for MLB and MLS, but you know, championship runs is what it's all about. And if it's your team. Yeah. Celebrate it, because you never know when the next time will be. I agree with that. And, uh, you know, Alan, where can they find us out there? Well, they can find us wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it is on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on YouTube. So any episodes that you missed and, or you want to rewatch them, we're there. As I always mention, we're there 24-7. We may not, we're not there in reality, but we're there 24-7, 365 days a week, 
that's where we're at. And and also any shout out you want to send us, send it to pineapple media, pineapple22 media at gmail.com or to our Twitter page, uh, pineapple22. And give us a shout out. Anything, your reactions to the finals, like the NBA, the Stanley Cup. We want to hear it and leave us a review. And, and we're there for you, no matter the situation. And we just want, we just keep it positive each and every day. All right. Have a good day, everybody.